G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. You may know there is often research being done that's monitoring developments around leaders in the Christian church. Well, a conversation just ahead about how we understand the pressures on pastors, priests and leaders in church life. Researcher Valerie Ling is a clinical psychologist. She leads the Centre for Effective Serving and is exploring attitudes of clergy leadership, especially around things like what percentage of them have seriously considered leaving the ministry in this past 12 months. Valerie Ling is joining us. Valerie, welcome to 2020. Thank you so much for having me. Valerie, I'm going to encourage listeners to respond to a survey that you are doing and you're wanting some detail today or over the weekend. But let me ask you, uh, lots of people think that pastors are bulletproof. The sorts of surveys and research you do show that pastors are sometimes doing it pretty tough. They actually are doing pretty tough. As a vocational group, I would say that they are a vulnerable group. In previous years with the National Church Life Survey, the statistics were something along the lines of about 50% of church leaders were struggling and uh, many of them were actually already burnt out. Some will be surprised by that. Others who might be a little closer to relationship with the leaders in their church might recognise some of the pressures that their leaders are under. Hey, you're looking to broaden the base of the denominations you typically work with. So uh, if you're working with, uh, I think it's the Anglican Church or the Presbyterian Church or those two You'd like to be able to include uh, some survey results from leaders across different church groups. I really do. Uh, Currently, the majority of respondents are coming from the Anglican, Presbyterians and the Baptists, and it's predominantly male. I would also love to hear from females in ministry. One of the different slants that I've taken in my survey is when people think about burnout and workplace well-being for clergy, they often think about the emotional burden of caring for others. But one of the questions that I've asked is actually to match it with the types of workplace stresses that principals are exposed to. Now, principals are a vulnerable group. We're finding that increasingly over the years, they're being exposed to more and more violence, a personal threat, and toxic levels of workplace um, dynamics from leading schools. Now, I've asked exactly the same set of questions for clergy. Is it only about the emotional caring cost of leading, or is it increasingly about the toxicity that they are being exposed to? We might hope that there's not a toxicity in churches, but 
Anyone who's a little closer to the action knows that there are an awful lot of people in church who are looking to reconnect with God and they bring all of the baggage with them that comes from outside, all of those things that are shaped by the communities and the environment that we are living in. And so churches are not always an easy place, not always a place of refuge and of sanctuary. Uh, They can be really quite robust at times. What we're also discovering is that I think there's an assumption that pastors or clergy just need to toughen it up. After all, isn't this what they signed up for? After all, you know, a decade or a century ago, didn't they make them tougher than what they're making them now? But one of the top reasons for why clergy currently are indicating that they would leave the ministry is that their family suffers along with them. So you think about the emotional stress that the minister is exposed to and the toxicity that they're exposed to, they're worried about their family. Families are vulnerable, aren't they? And that might be anticipated. You should expect that when someone says something hurtful, that a a spouse or the children of that particular minister might well be suffering along those lines. Uh, Of course, there is... Uh, definitely the the necessity for toughening up. But as you say, there are vulnerabilities. When mm. you are doing the research you're doing now and wanted to expand some of that for Australian churches, the sorts of things you've got as a comparison come from places like the United States. There's also some of this type of research out there. What is typical in the United States context around leaders? Uh, what sort of statistics can you glean uh, that we might be able to talk about that could be similar in Australia? Well, during the COVID period, there was a group that was polling uh, ministers in the US and sort of at the beginning of COVID, it was around 25% perhaps of ministers were thinking about leaving, seriously thinking about leaving the ministry. And more recently, that's gone up to your mid-30s. Now, at the time when I was thinking of launching this survey, many people thought that that's just the US. You know, they've got their own set of problems. Uh, church life is very different over there. I'm sure those statistics will not be present in Australia. But what I'm actually finding is that we are up there. Uh, over 35% so far of the people who have completed the survey of clergy have indicated that they have seriously thought about leaving the ministry in the last 12 months. And these are not the people who have already left because of the COVID stress. These are the ones that are hanging in there and have stuck on. Uh, Some will be surprised by that. Uh, Those who have considered leaving the ministry in the last 12 months, is there any indication from the American studies uh, what the reasons might be for why they would be thinking of leaving? They match what I'm finding in my survey. Uh, The incredible stress, of course. The loneliness is the other reason that comes up. Um, So it has been a long and stressful journey for our ministers who were probably already compromised in their own well-being and mental health prior to COVID, um, that this has just become worse now in recent times. And as a clinical psychologist, uh, I understand that part of your survey is to ask 
those clergy leaders uh, what sort of help they might be uh, requesting or if they're requesting that help at all. How, how should that look? We as a group of psychologists, uh, for a long time we've been working in the well-being and emotional well-being space for, for pastors and mainly trying to help them with some of their burnout practices and negotiating some of the workload and work stresses that they may face. The current results that we're seeing, that we are seeing, is actually shifting how even we are thinking as a group of psychologists how to support our ministers. We actually think the framework now we need to be looking at is psychosocial hazards. The level of uh, loneliness, alienation, and toxic uh, dynamics that a minister is exposed to is uh, really something we need to be concerned of. First of all, clergy, they don't come with the same protections that other professions might have. As a psychologist, I have indemnity insurance, I have you know legal advice at my fingertips, I have a whole body that will advocate for me. Ministers don't have that. And so what we're actually seeing is that I think especially with COVID pushing a lot of the sermons and, and a lot of the materials that pastors uh, produce online, they're very, very exposed, very, very vulnerable. And now the target of not just criticism from their local congregation, but everywhere. That's a very vulnerable space for them to be in. And so if we want to see the health, not only of the church to uh, keep going, but if we want to be a space where we can serve our community, we need to figure out how to keep our ministers feeling like they're psychologically safe and psychologically sound and not just psychologically well. I think psychological safety is coming up as one of the big things we're looking at. Isn't that amazing to think that our pastors, our priests, our leaders might need something of a hedge of protection from people who'll stand and defend them uh, rather than be the ones who might be their critics, uh, that our pastors actually need good support and encouragement and they need to have their mental health protected. Uh, Things like bullying, uh, gossip is one that often uh, comes up, slander threats of violence, uh, even teasing around uh, various things, uh, those sorts of things you've got to be able to, I guess, as a congregation member, appreciate that you need to shield your pastors so that you can keep their mental health strong. Yes, I think there are two big misconceptions that I find in working in this space. Uh, The first is that ministers aren't made the way that they used to be made. Well, I would say that ministers... Our priests, our pastors of the past didn't have social media. They didn't have increasing governance and compliance requirements. Um, They have a lot more on their plate administratively to actually lead a church. So that's number one. And the second thing that I think is a misconception is that uh, when they're in ministry, that they're being burnt out from the weight of the vision I've never met a minister who's come through our practice, and I've been doing this for a good decade, that was being burnt out by the vision of Jesus and serving him. It's usually from all of the dynamics, the backbiting, the fighting that's come from within the ranks. It's what's happening in the church that is causing them uh, to really collapse. 
So I think we need to, you know, think about this in a way that is compassionate, but also in a way that is informed to say that it's not actually fair to say that our ministers aren't cutting it. Um, it's because the dynamics upon them have just increased. Something's got to change. Well, if we're going to have a growing church, uh, we have to have strong leaders and uh, there has to be this sort of research that helps to ascertain those challenges and those points of vulnerability that need to have that strengthening. Uh, Valerie Ling, uh, you've got a survey now and I'm just going to encourage listeners to participate in that because uh, there might be listeners who are leading a church or in a leadership role. Uh, Just uh, how broad is that? Because you could say there's a senior pastor but there might be associate pastors, there might be leaders of uh, youth ministries and worship ministries. Who qualifies to be a part of this survey, Valerie? I'm interested to hear from anybody who is actually in vocational ministry. At at all of those titles would be the people that we would want to hear from. So if you are in some official ministry capacity in a church, in a serving and leadership position, and you are in Australia... Uh, we would love. I would love to hear from you. Well, here's the website by which you can connect with this survey, and uh, you can put your own thoughts thoughts forward. Effectiveserving.com.au forward slash survey. The website is effectiveserving.com.au. Look for the link for survey. Now, I know, Valerie, you'd like to hear from people by the close of business this afternoon, but you're going to leave things open over the weekend and people can connect with you. They can respond to this and be a part of this research that you're doing. So Valerie Ling, clinical psychologist leading the Centre for Effective Serving. That website, once again, is effectiveserving.com.au and uh, forward slash survey to participate in that clergy survey. Valerie, thank you so much for giving us this update. Perhaps we'll connect again when you've got some results, but uh, appreciate your insights. I'd love to connect again. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 